Hello and welcome everybody to a new episode of the Advanced Real Estate Talk. It's Aurélien, the mindfulinvestor.net. I'm here with Darcy, darcywhite.ca and Glenn, glennsutherland.com. And today we will be discussing um, thanks and appreciation. Uh, so we are coming up uh, to Christmas time and so that's what triggered this uh, episode and um, uh, but apart from Christmas, I remember uh, sending a text message uh, on a daily basis to people to thank them for uh, things they had done for me. I remember my friend uh, Philip for he's a very successful businessman who now doesn't do business anymore. He doesn't want to. Um, but he gives me a, lots of great advice. Uh, my mindfulness coach, uh, Heidi, uh, she she had some great um, insights. And uh, at some point in my life, you know, the meditation really had made a difference for me. So I was, uh, I would send her a message. And then after a while, you know, I ran out of people to thank. And um, I didn't want to thank the same persons uh, several times. But um, it, was a, it was a nice practice I used to do. And now, as I was saying in the introduction, Christmas is approaching, and it's nice to make presents for others instead of a, you know a list of presents to receive. You need to think of people and um, what they like, what could make them happy. So it's a nice, um, a nice, uh, a nice thing to do. Uh, for myself, uh, I'm gonna make a, I, I prepare some cards for people that are lenders or investors and uh, and I also create a I, I buy a gift cards for my uh, the people that help me on a regular basis uh, my local rep my contractors um, and I, I also try you know in my day-to-day to -day to, um, to thank my wife for the little uh, gestures you know each of us does for each other for their family and and lastly uh, something i do every day i do a gratitude list in the morning five things or people or events i'm grateful for and also i look at um, i try to look at how life is happening for me instead of to me so i try to uh, rephrase events in a way that give them a, a positive spin and um nurtures a, an attitude and a perspective of gratitude for me i love it <laughs> i just have came up with another one and i lost my i couldn't i didn't have a pen now i forgot it but <laughs> um as you were talking i was like oh yeah it reminds me of something else and then i lost it because i was too busy listening but one thing i uh i like to do for certain contractors um and this isn't like all of them or certain property managers it's the ones that have the um, we've, we've basically, it's a little bit more personal than dealing with like a company that I'm dealing with a person, right. Um, as silly as that sounds like you will, some of them, some places I talk to, I feel like I'm talking to a company and some people places I talk to, I'm talking to a person. Um, so the ones that I've developed a personal relationship with, um, like for instance, last year, um, I sent out like a little you know, box full of Canadian stuff, right? Because I'm I'm sending all this stuff <laughs> to that. Americans, right? <laughs> You're like, what the heck is Canadian stuff? So um, in the box, it had like coffee crisps, maple syrup, Smarties, ketchup chips, like 
Canadian stuff, right? Um, and sent that down, and they love it, right? Uh, uh, at least I think they do. <laughs> they, they always, they, they, their kids always love it anyway, right? Something that's like fantastic. That. What a great idea! <laughs> so I've done that a couple times and send out the. I think I did it the year before that too with a different package of different Canadian stuff. Um, but yeah, send out some Canadian stuff um, for um, certain people, right? Um, people who are like it doesn't. This isn't like a blanket statement for everybody. Um, but the certain contractors and certain property managers and even some of the office staff that I communicate with all the time, um, I keep track of their birthdays and then I've, uh, I've paid for a birthday meal. Um, what my go-to usually is, is I also like to make it the same sort of thing everywhere. They like, they kind of, I don't know, you know, it's just like, that's Glenn's thing. Like I, so for yeah. instance, I, I typically send barbecue, right? So I go get like, you know, pulled pork and some brisket and, you know, just order a, find a barbecue place and send it. This last year, it was actually, uh, I don't know if something changed with like skip the dishes and Uber eats, but like, that's where I usually order from to send these meals and just getting it to go through from Canada was, it was just like, not say saying that it wasn't valid. And I had a heck of a time. And what I ended up actually doing was telling my contractor, I remember the one I'm like, look, I, I I'll send you some money. Can you order this food yourself? Here's a screenshot of what I was oh. trying to order you, but I can't get it to go through on either app and or either platform. Can you make this go through? And I think what I did last year was I ordered from a different place because they, um, uh, and I, I did it on, I just called the place and gave my credit card over the phone. Um, and that worked, but this time I was trying to use Uber Eats because they'd moved and it was a different part of town. The other place was too far and it, it was a nightmare. <laughs> it was a nightmare, but you know, it's, it's all about making the effort, right? Um, yep. this, uh, I, I actually had a lot of intention this year for, uh, cause I, I made a lot of thought about this, this, cause I, I wouldn't, be the same place it wasn't for all these relationships including my students and people go how's your students but they they do they help my business right some of them are my partners now um and what i wanted to do this last year was to buy something for my students and in all honesty the the time flew by i had full intentions of buying stuff for my students this year uh to try and get it the tricky part is i also don't have all their addresses um but i could you know if people know they're going to get something i think they yeah. usually probably give up their address um and it's not it. and it's not to send them any other junk or get on some sort of list or build a list because you always hear this list building not the intention at all um literally i would send them the the gift and that would be it right um so i, I want to do that um even I was talking with my wife, maybe we could pull it off for like a new year's gift. Cause I don't think we have time to do the Christmas gifts. Cause we should have ordered them already. Cause we have to order them, get them to here, repackage them out and send them out. And uh, I don't think there's enough time um, for um, people who, I guess it, it's not that much of a spoiler. Maybe they'll arrive by now, but my actual partners that I, uh, all my investors who have invested with me uh, as joint ventures, I did create boxes. They are sitting in my living room and I'm going to mail them all out next week. Um, but they probably will get this by the time, by the time this episode airs. So it's not, so it's not a spoiler, a spoiler alert <laughs> <laughs> if they listen to this show as well. Yeah. Um, but they, they are, I did order it for all my joint ventures, right? Um, uh, I didn't get into the private money lenders. I didn't send it to, to them. Um, but maybe I should have, I don't know. Well, that's just, really, that's really good. I don't know. Oh. Man. Well, how far do you go? Because after a while, you're like, this is going to be, and the shipping is so expensive to ship a little box. It's like $30 a box. And you just think, okay, yeah. I go to the post office with like 40 boxes. It's, it, you know, it adds up, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then and you still got to fill it with stuff, <laughs> right? Well, yeah. So, in the anyway. last few years, we've done digital kind of stuff. 
because like the too. shipping is insane. And you may start talking about the carbon of shipping $50 box of chocolates, 700 kilometers. It's a $30 charge and it just seems wrong. Yep. Yeah. Those are awesome. Do you have more ideas? What else? Do you, well, are you I, I thought about the other way of what I've gotten over the years, right? Because it also oh, good, goes... good perspective. Sure. So there's like, you could use, reuse some of these ideas as well. So, um, I got, uh, a gift of a box of chocolates with all kinds of chocolates from Texas, from someone who was on my podcast. They sent that out as, so I, I think uh, a lot of these people who go around and be your guests on other people's podcasts, because it is promoting their brand, right? Um, they have sent me stuff, right? And that's where a lot of this has come from. So I got um, this box of chocolates, which were a lot of, um, not the normal stuff that we see covered in chocolate here in Canada. Um, some of it I liked, some of it I didn't, <laughs> um, yeah. but it was, it was an interesting gift. Um, when I went on TV, I was on um, whatever channel that was. And I went on, I shouldn't even remember the name of the show, but I went on this one television show at a Burlington. I hope um, not Dateline. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> um, but I got a um, a glass like water pitcher thing, uh, had the brand of the, the TV show on it. Yeah. Um, it from them, um, I got some people, um, when I went to, I've got t-shirts in a bunch of different places. Um, I've had some guests on and I'm actually having this guest back on again, I think next tomorrow we're interviewing each other, probably won't air, air until January though. Um, but uh, they sent me all branding for their, they have a coaching academy. So I got all of their coaching academy gear, uh, which is just an advertisement for them. Um, but I did appreciate it. I like a t-shirt, right? Um, also, like I've gotten lots of t-shirts when I went down to masterminds and attended other conferences. I've got all these t-shirts. I could probably have a full drawer of t-shirts that I've got from different places, um, one of my lenders, which I thought was cool, um, out of Chicago, whenever you close your first loan with them, they send you this Chicago style popcorn and you get this big tin. It's probably like foot and a half big and maybe a foot and it's a round cylinder tin, um, full of popcorn. And I thought that was kind of cool. Um, so when we did our first project with them, our first loan with them, they gave us this popcorn from Chicago. Oh. Um, what other things I've got? I got I got books mailed. So sometimes just by having people on your show, um, they have books and they just, you know, that uh, I literally I'm going on someone else's podcast in two weeks and they're like, hey, Glenn, um, you understand you're in your show. Can we get your mailing address? Because we have some stuff we send out to everyone who's, you know, goes on their show. Right. Um, yeah. And so they, they've often they send books. Right. If they're an author and they have some other books, they'll put it out. And in all honesty, it, it does stand out even in my house. Um, some of them are read because they were interesting topics. Some of them I haven't. And I have this bookshelf and, you know, when you have other real estate investors over to your house, they see the bookshelf full of real estate books and they go, they take a peek of it. Right. I do at other people's oh, house. Like, yeah. What other stuff have you read? <laughs> what else other yep. good stuff you got there? Right. Cause I'm always looking to learn more stuff. Right. Um, one thing that was totally underestimated um, my, I think it was my third property ever in the United States. Um, I bought it as a turnkey property. Right. And the turnkey operator, kept track of my birthday because it's on all the documents and they mailed me a birthday card and it doesn't sound like much, but I have a cork board above my computer and it sat there for like three, maybe four years. And then it moved mm -hmm. to my drawer. And I probably, if I still go through it, I probably still have it because especially at the time, back when I was new investing in the U S um, I thought of them as a big deal. Um, the people I was, I was very interested to talk to them. I was very interested 
Um, but anyway, I thought I really respected these people. And whenever I got that birthday card, I kept it. Like I showed it off. I had it above my computer. Uh, I was proud to have worked with them. Um, and I think that there's, there's some value in just even a card as simple as that. Right. Um, but yeah, I had that in my cork board for a long time. Right. That's a great idea. That's fantastic. So, um, Anyway, I plan on sending a whole bunch of stuff out this uh, next week. I don't want to do it too early because I, I don't want to send it too late because I don't know how well I can rely on. Um, I think I'm going to actually send it Canada Post. I usually use UPS yeah. for everything, but I did the price match. I like you know I weighed the package and I checked uh, you know measured the dimensions and then I checked it on UPS, FedEx, and Canada Post. And Canada Post is slower, but they were cheapest in this one case, which I usually they aren't. Um, yeah. So I I'm think I'm going to ship it all out Canada Post this time. I know you put that's you know if you I'm keeping track I'm writing down ideas what you're while you're talking perhaps our listeners are as well. That's an enormous amount of energy and productivity put into just appreciating people back to acknowledging how they're a part of your business. Um, it's. If I can throw a spoiler out there for episode number 95, people are paying attention, take this one and follow it up with next week's. Well, next week's episode is about scarcity and abundance. And when you're talking about why don't you have, what are you giving away? And think about that question. And that'll be a little teaser for next week when we talk about scarcity or abundance mindsets. Um, I would add a few things to what Glenn's done. And I stole shamelessly from Gerald Gertzen, who's a financial planner in Kelowna that I've used for 20 years and has ensured that my children can go to the, whatever university they want to. He's a phenomenal financial planner in a mind, how he thinks about money. And I've sent everybody to him that I've worked with. So just go talk to Gerald, let him sort your stuff out, change your thinking about how your money works and how it, you know, how it could work for you. Yeah. I just sent everyone to him what he does. And we found this out our first year. He knows your birth date, of course, from your know your client stuff and your children's birth date. And my kids get a birthday card. I've got a birthday card since they were six because they have an RESP with him. And he's done a phenomenal job with the RESPs. And on their birthday, they get a subway card in a birthday card, acknowledging the birthday and an email. Now, I know somewhere in the recesses of his business, somebody is doing these cards up for him. And the handwriting has changed over 20 years that I've had him as my financial guy. They're still meaningful. Every one of them. We know that someone's birthday is coming three to four days ahead. There's a Thomas Wealth, Gerald Gertzen card from him and his wife and his staff in our, in our inbox. And I felt I never had the time to do this. But I was challenged maybe five or six years ago when I you know, had a rough day like you did. And I got a card from Gerald and a little personal note under his name. Just, hey, you're doing great work. And uh, when's the next project? Yep. You know, we can all have crappy days where you just feel you're not getting ahead. You're not making a difference. Um, I determined then that we are going to do the same. And I've had people push back in my organization like, oh, I don't want to do cards or these things stupid, feel stupid, right? They're not. They're meaningful to people get them because people acknowledging that you were born is a fundamental acknowledgement of your existence. It is profound. And whether you do that with a card or an email, but I like a tangible piece of something in the mail, it makes a difference. And we determined to do this. So everybody gets a birthday card. It's a small way to just acknowledge that you exist and that you're born and that you make a difference. Um, I did think this thanks and appreciation and put it into a tiny bit of framework, which is kind of way I think about things. Um, if you're giving thanks and appreciation to others, I think you have to be, you know, pursuant to what I said before, it has to be humble. You have to acknowledge that 
you didn't get here by yourself. And there's all these people, whether it's that broker in Indiana or those guys in Chicago or First National in Toronto saying, yes, we'll let you guys assume this property. You look financially solvent. Or, you know, uh, any of the people that have encouraged you along the way that said, tell me about your business. This seems cool. Your investors, your contractors, um, all of you never got here alone. It's always a we versus a me. So it has to be humble. And when you're doing thanking people, you're acknowledging your humility in this process. It has to be honest. Uh, you can't just say, hey, thanks for all you've done, which <laughs> is I don't know because I haven't made haven't paid attention all year. And now I find him making a, you know, a toast at Christmas dinner. Thank you, everybody, you little people for doing what you do. Because I'm happy and I'm leaving in 20 minutes. You don't do that. It's specific. It's things that you observed. It's personal. Um, and it acknowledges the exact things that they do. You have to be paying attention. Otherwise, it's just bullshit. Um, it has to be heartfelt. It has to come from your heart. If you're faking it and you don't really mean it, probably you shouldn't even be doing it. But you should be doing it because you should have some humility. Um, and the final thing, it, it should be tangible. Like, um, I think for me, words are really important. If someone tells me something and it's honest and it's heartfelt, that's all I'm looking for. I don't want any doodads. I don't want a small trinket or a token. I don't want a, a golf shirt. But if you give me one, it's great. I'll say thank you because it's great. But I'm listening to what you say. All right. There's a book that came out years ago, and our listeners might know of Gary Chapman and Paul White. They came up with the five love languages. It's a relationship book and it was wildly popular and it spun off a whole pile. The five love languages for kids and for teens. And it's like a franchise like chicken soup for the soul, but it wasn't bad. It was actually quite good. Um, and they broke it down into five ways that you could express appreciation. You could, you could do words of uh, affirmation. And we do that with cards, notes, phone calls, directly talking to people. Um that's meaningful for me. And that's the way I probably do a lot because that's what I'm looking for. And we tend to favor the mode that we like the best, the way we like to see things. But quality time is the second one. Words of affirmation, number two, quality time. Just taking time out of your schedule to spend with the people that matter to you. Maybe you're tired, maybe you don't want to, and maybe you're not hungry. But having a dinner with one of your key peoples is kind of huge. Yeah, They know it, that you're busy. And that you took two hours out to sit with them and eat a bowl of soup and some, you know, French bread on the side. It's yeah. not the food. It's the what you're doing and with who. Um, I say this to my kids all the time. It's who, not what you're doing. It's just spending time with people. It matters to me. Acts of service, helping people out. Like, Glenn, what you do for your neighbors, what you prescribe doing for your neighbors on the street. People see that. They appreciate it. If you just give someone a hand, it's huge. A lot of people are too busy for that and too isolated. So that becomes an extraordinary act when you do something for someone else. The fourth one they talked about is tangible gifts. A giant can of popping corn is great. T-shirts, it's the thing that they want. Some people need something to hang on to, something to look at. A piece of glass with a, a logo carved in it, a small trophy, a ribbon, um, a gift card, uh, a new air fryer. Whatever the thing is, if that's meaningful to them. That's what works for them. The final one, and this is a bit sketchy in relationships, is cool touch, physical touch. You know it's important. We know that people die without receiving physical touch. That it actually kills them and kills the quality of their life. How does that work at work in in the workplace? Well, high fives, bumping fists, bumping elbows, a handshake, a pat on the back if we're careful. Um, you know, if someone's lost someone in their life, like a, a death. 
or experienced great personal loss, a hug is not inappropriate and it's not a sexual act. It's not aggressive assault. It is a compassionate act by two compassionate human beings sharing great loss. If it's, if it's appropriate in that circumstance, I mean, you gotta be careful. It's yeah. a strange world, but we know from research that holding someone's hand reduces their, their um, cortisol, lowers their heart rate, lowers the blood pressure, just holding another person's hand. I mean, I don't think you probably want to hold your drywaller's hand when he's losing his mind because he's got <laughs> wet drywall after 24 hours because it's so humid. Probably not the spot. No. But putting your hand on the shoulder and say, listen, it's okay. We got time. We'll we'll just push the we'll push the move in back. I'll talk to the tenant. We'll fix this. Just connect with people. I mean, there's loads of ways to show thanks and appreciation. Um, Gary Chapman and Paul White's book is an easy read. You don't even have to read every word. You just read the chapter headings and the first three paragraphs and move on. It's not heavy right reading. I know one of my colleagues in my master's program has used this uh, in the Rick Hansen uh, Foundation with her direct reports, just trying to figure out what is it that motivates my people? How do, how do they receive praise and what is most meaningful to them? She's applied these four of these five. She steered clear of uh, physical touch, but applied four of these to, and found really it's really working. So, and that's uh, my colleague, Hannah Cairns at... Um, the Rick Hansen Foundation. She's in um, uh, media and relations uh, and stuff with them. And she's been experimenting with it. I, I think it's kind of a good way to go. At least it gives a framework for it. Yeah. So a lot of that, I love that stuff. A lot of the stuff that I'm not physically with a lot of these people or I haven't even seen them before in my life. Um, but I, I think it's powerful. Um, yeah. When you were talking, I, I, another one dawned on me because it's kind of, uh, it is a physical item again that I um, have received. But it was, uh, it, I, it's a little bit different than the other ones. And that's why I didn't think of it before. Um, but one of my realtors in Canada from Cambridge, uh, he gave us like these gnomes and stuff that you put out every year. Um, and it's not branded. It doesn't have his name on it or anything. But honestly, every time I open that for Christmas to set it out, think of him. I do. There you go. <laughs> it's not it's not so it's not full of his brand name or nothing it has nothing it was just a gift but i remember where it came from wow you know i know one of my managers um she found out that you know i'm from vancouver that i love the canucks yeah um she's a gift giver and i figured out early on she likes a tangible expression of where our relationship is at okay and for those people you have to really be careful find the right thing I shop all the way through the year. So in January, February, March, April, I'm looking for gifts for people so that I don't have to do it in December when my uh, when time is short. And you might be just, you know, so many thoughts. How do you shop for 50 people in December? Well, you start in January, really, for me. Yeah. So I would look for something for her and, you know, my wife as well and my kids all through the year. When I find it, I buy it. I don't even double think it. That says, Linda, I'm buying that. That's who was my manager. She passed away in 2016, but so she found out I love the Canucks. Hide it. <laughs> Pardon me? Do you wrap it right away or do you hide it? Like, how do I you... got a shelf and listen, if they're going to blow Christmas by rooting around in my closet, well, yeah. they're blown Christmas or they can anticipate what they're getting, but they're going to have to wait seven months. Yeah. So <laughs> I hide it back there and throw some stuff in front of it. But if they really are serious, they can find out. Yeah. Um, but I learned early on that uh, for Linda, it was things, it was actual something that I remembered from our conversation, because that's exactly what she would do. And when she found out that I took the wine sommelier course, then it became a wine-related something. 
something that would delight me about wine. So she found a wine aerator, uh, and sent it to me. And, you know, it was just oh. her way of saying, I hear you. I listen to you. I know it's important to you. And I'm going to add something that's going to add value to your life and out of thanks. And that's beautiful. Uh, I cherish them. I got a shelf here. I don't yeah. know if you can see it there of just tchotchka that's been sent from managers and kids and contractors and stuff. And, you know, there's five things from her up there and there's another shelf back there of other stuff. I'm sentimental. I keep this stuff. I wrap up every year's birthday anniversary cards, Christmas cards with a ribbon and separate them by years. And I put them in a box. There's a huge box, 35 years worth of cards. Yeah. I'm a hoarder in this way with paper. I thought you were going somewhere else. You said you like the Canucks. And then you said you took the ones the wine sommelier course. Yeah. I was thinking, okay, I bet you she found like, I don't know, a Trevor Linden wine or, you know, one of oh, the ex players maybe. or something, you know, you know, no, you know, she, she sent me Sadine stuff and she sent me a Marcus <laughs> Naslin thing. And yeah. uh, some of my favorite players, you know, the people are listeners in uh, Ontario probably never heard of these players, but you know, out here on the West coast, they were kind of a big deal. But, oh, um, but yeah. Depends what generation you're watching hockey. I know them well. That's, that's <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Everything's Matthews right now. But uh yeah. Um, I mean, those are ways to, I think it's, I just think it's important not to, you know, just to recognize that you're part of something else um, and pay attention. Uh, next week we'll talk about, I teased it again. We'll talk about scarcity and abundance and the difference between how you think about the world and the kind of way you could liberate your thinking and change your framework of thinking. If you acknowledge, just start acknowledging things, acknowledging other people that have added to your life. Now just start thinking about, you know, how the universe is added to your life. Ooh. <laughs> it could be good. I think it will. All right. You want to take us home? Wrap it up. Uh, one last thing, you know, uh, yeah. this book, the five love languages has come up a few in a few times. So I think I'm going to, I'm going to buy it and listen or buy it, and listen to it or read it. And um, another thing I do is uh, I know my, uh, some of the people that help me, you know, have other jobs and sometimes, you know, they are stressed and because of those other jobs or they need to complain. So what I, one thing I do is I make space for that. I make space for their, to listen, to hear their suffering and what they're going through. And um, I know, uh, I know they appreciate it and uh, it doesn't take much, it takes some time. And then, you know, and you don't give, I don't give any feedback. I just listen and uh, make the, the space for listening is um, sometimes a quality time. You just reminded me of another thing I do is I um I say happy birthday on Facebook. Yeah. It's yeah, a small thing. Morning is my first thing I do is I check the Facebook. Yes, to go through the list and see who's there or whose birthday it is. I do it every day. I, make I stay off of Facebook till Sunday nights. I just can't. I look for an hour and go, okay, I'm so glad I didn't get involved in that on Tuesday. But then yeah. you're saying, but for me, I'm saying happy birthday to people I'm close with and some people that, uh, you know, we they may know me well, or I don't know them as well, or maybe, you know, you never know. Right. I've received your happy birthday and was grateful for it. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Awesome. Well, thank you everybody. Thank you everybody for tuning in. And uh, like Darcy said, you know, you already have a, um, a preview of what next week's episode will be about. We look forward to seeing you then and hope you got some value out of today. And thank you for being uh, faithful listeners. Thank you everybody. Thanks everyone.